Welcome to the next episode of Sort It Out Podcast. Ooh, I'm Alex. A up and A down. Ooh, catchphrase. That's right. My new catchphrase I've been working on. Do you like it? I really like it, yeah. I'm Harvey and I'll work on mine for next week. Harry <laughs> and... What's good? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, that's get... your homework. I'll Take it away. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, episode 25 which is probably the number of days it'll take me to recover from that stag do that we went on. Yeah, you, you don't look the right colour. No. Uh, still. You're still like a, you're like a horrible sort of jaundice yellow. <laughs> and I mean, it's understandable from the amount that you drank in such a short window of time. Yeah. And the lack of sleep we, we had. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to... Uh, before, we, we are going to just basically do a deep dive on the stag do yeah, we are. for this episode. So but... if you don't like stories of alcoholism in foreign countries uh, and yeah I mean you know I don't, I don't want this to be a uh, you know a boozed up Brits abroad lads 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 drink, drink as much as you want but it kind of was a little it bit was, like that <laughs> yeah it was exactly like that we, we, the only thing um, we didn't do was socks and sandals <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah I feel like you know that's not who we are as people but on a stag do I feel like the rules go out the window. They do. On a stag. You're kind of forced to do it, aren't you? Yeah, like... I mean, we we're not going to soak up the culture, are we? <laughs> but one thing we didn't do is we didn't, you know, go around dressed up as... or get hire a dwarf or anything like that. We didn't. We took one with us. <laughs> we, we took one from Newcastle. And, listeners... And it wasn't Alex. And it's, just for when you're thinking, he was about to say me... <laughs> There was someone shorter than me that went. Uh, it was mad. It was a mad weekend because Alex got to join in on height jokes. It's the first <laughs> time he's ever been able to do it. It feels great. I know yeah. why you do it now. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good to belittle someone. It really is. It was. Uh, you know, uh, because um, the the man in question is a is a man that I, I think we may potentially knight on the podcast one day. One day, I was I like was thinking about... of doing it at the end of this episode. Excellent. Well, in that case, this day might be today, um, because he is a hundred percent knight. It's definitely sorted out knighthood worthy. He is um, not just Joseph Wood, but he's Uncle Joseph Wood. Yeah. So the the Kurt, Curtis whose stag it was is his Uncle Joe, um, yeah. but now he's all of our family. He is, which you'll get to. Which, here. Yeah, you'll hear loads about. <laughs> yeah, he's all of our family. Although he was he he was he was so adamant that we were his family up until the point where we met somebody outside of the group, and then he said, "Well, they're not my real family; they're just the adopted family." So. <laughs> God only knows what he's saying now. Probably not even his friends. <laughs> but um, yeah, so we, as as you may know from uh, last week's episode, but you might not have listened to it. You might be new to the podcast, as Alex says, because he stopped me saying welcome back. Um, if you are new to the podcast, last weekend we went to Crack Off. Um, Is so that how it's pronounced? That's Crack- how it's that's how it's pronounced. So don't tell me I don't soak up culture. <laughs> um, it's pronounced Krakow, even though it's spelled Krakow. Right. Okay. Yeah. But um, um, well, we didn't we didn't really experience much of Krakow. We could have been anywhere in the world. It, we we were in predominantly the main square, or as I now like to call it, the cube. Yeah, the Krakow cube. Because not only can you go around the square, but you can go above the square and below the square and in the square. In the square, and it's it's. It's got more dimensions, actually. Than if anything, it's four-dimensional. Yeah, but I don't know what that would make it. Well, you can... Sm- oh, yeah. I don't know what a 4D cube is. If you know, let us know. Cuboid? 
I kept calling it a cuboid, but I believe that may be two cubes together, which makes a rectangle. Right, okay. Like a, yeah. Like it, a cubed it, rectangle. Yeah. So we, we spent 95% of the time in the cube, yeah. 5% of the time in a gun range. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. That we didn't, we, we got like down the side streets of the cube and then we started to feel like this weird, like sort of draw back to the cube, didn't well, we? Well, I think uh, someone was like, oh, let's go down, down, see what's out. And then w- we started feeling a little bit like we were, you know, going off the beaten track a bit. We did. We felt like, oh, this is uncharted territory. <laughs> we We're exploring more than 0.3% of Krakow. <laughs> so we had to turn back. Yeah. Should we start on it? Uh, should we do a rundown day by day? Uh, yeah, I think let's start off with the flight. Um, yeah, and the and the attendants, maybe, who was there. Yes. Not so, the flight attendants. Yeah. <laughs> the, the people who attended the statue. Although the flight attendant, Ryanair, Blondie, God, I can't be called out like that on here. But if you are listening, it was lovely to see you and you were great at your job. <laughs> so, obviously Curtis went, you went. I did. I went. You did. Uncle Joe went. Yeah. And, um... Ross. Curtis's dad Curtis's went. Curtis's dad. Yeah. And Liam. Liam. Curtis's went. childhood friend. Yeah. So it was a small group, which kind of made it better, I think. I think it did. I'm pleased that the, um, people declined to come. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're pleased that I made up the numbers yeah yeah yeah. don't worry listeners if you're wondering did Alex or did Alex not get the invite we'll get there at the end of the episode so hold your uh, hold your horses on that one uh, right so the flight we, we well Curtis had had this plan that he was harbouring with um, yourself and yeah. me um, that we were going to tell Uncle Joe on the flight that mid-air yeah Russia had invaded Krakow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And because Uncle there... Joe is, the way I would describe him is as green as grass, uh, innocent, and almost like a newborn baby, but in, a, in uh, like, man form. It's really bizarre. Um, and he doesn't, he, he, like, done a little bit of digging on the, 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 the war in Ukraine, uh, Slava Ukraine, by the way. Um and he wouldn't have known whether, and he wouldn't have known how to access the news to see whether well, there was or was yeah. not a war in, in Krakow. Please continue. Um, so when we got to the airport, unfortunately we couldn't tell him on the plane because we were all sat separately because we were too cheap too to cheap. buy the £8. Uh, <laughs> well, no, actually, no, we're not we're too cheap. We just refused. Yeah, it's, a, it's an outrage, I think, <laughs> having to pay for seats. Go to hell. Well, everybody on the flight evidently wants to sit next to someone. And Ryan, from Ryanair, I think that's his name. Uh, if it's not, stupid name for an airline. Um, he's gone, I'll tell you what... There's, there's an opportunity there. Maybe he's a man after your own heart. He if you were to play, you wouldn't even have seats. <laughs> oh, no. Everyone safe standing. Stood. Safe standing, yeah. <laughs> I think Ryanair did try and get safe standing in at some point. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not I be surprised. against some regulations. I think they've got one. They, they've built these new seating plans where they, you're almost in, like, bunk bed seats. Mm. So one person, I imagine these would be the cheaper seats, oh, is arse height. Yeah, and you can just... <laughs> just imagine if they fart. fart. It's straight into the mouth. But but the thing is, with with if they had safe standing, right, on a flight to Krakow, and, you know, there were £5 tickets, you'd buy the £5 ticket, wouldn't There's you? There's no doubt about it. I'd be standing. You would. You'd be on the wing if you could. <laughs> if it was cheap enough, you'd go in, you'd buy one bag and then go in the bag. 
You're on the job, won't be small enough to do that, but I'm starting to think you might be quite tall now. <laughs> now, that, now that I've seen Uncle Joe. And I see, it's really, it's rocked my world. Yeah. Um, so we couldn't tell him on the flight, but when we got to the airport and when we all congregated outside the entrance before we ordered a taxi, uh, I don't know who it was that delivered the news. It certainly wasn't me because I just couldn't stop laughing. Um, <laughs> I laughed so much I cried, which actually added to the story. Uh, so what, what was it? What were some of the things that you were saying? So in essence, we'd said we we'd looked at our phones when everybody was all together once we'd landed and gone, oh fuck, it's happened. Shit, it's happened. And we, we were kind of a bit elusive as to what had actually happened. And he was like, what? What's happened? What's happened? Like. And we're like, oh my God, I can't believe it's actually fucking happened while we're here. How unlucky is that? And we went, Joe, fucking Russia's invaded Poland. <laughs> Curtis went, they've grounded the flight. They're we're stuck. <laughs> we're stuck here. And then Alex turned around and went, oh no, they're evacuating the airport. And as, the, as he said that, a flight must have landed and about 200 people rushed out the airport. Joe didn't know what to do. <laughs> He didn't know what to do. And because me and Curtis were laughing so much, we were crying. He was, like, consoling us, going, it'll be all right, boys, don't worry. <laughs> oh, it was brilliant. Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. He was so fearful. Well, what did he say to you when um, you were... Well, but was this after or was this before? When he, oh, when he this told was you after we, we we came clean and said, oh, no, we're only winding you up. And uh, in the... Ta- I think it was on the, when we were in the taxi, taxi... on the way there. Me and him were sat at the back... Um, Probably because it was a small seat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sure, leg room. Yeah, talking about Putin and uh, Joe was saying how you know someone just needs to go and take him out, and um, you know it can't be that hard. You know, someone just needs to take one for the team. They might get killed in the process, but someone just needs to do it. And then he said, "I'll do it." <laughs> <laughs> Which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, he, that, and that tells you what kind of man he is. He will die. For his family. For the cause. Yeah, without a doubt. Whether it be family, the country, biker, he'll die for it. Yeah. He'll die for it. More on that later. Um, and then we went straight on the hoy, didn't we? Mm. When we got back to the digs. Got back to the digs. The, the digs was a weird one because I'd booked it and the initial photos looked really nice. And then every time I clicked on the post... Uh, like on the, the, the advert for the, the digs, uh, the photos changed every single time of a completely different apartment. So I was a little bit concerned about when we got there, like what it would actually look like. Turns out we, we opened the doors and um, it was a lovely apartment. It was a lovely apartment once you finally managed to work out how to get in. Yeah, that was, it was like Fort Knox, wasn't it? <laughs> if the Russians did invade, it would be all right. They wouldn't oh, have a fucking fine. clue how to get in. There's about 16 different codes <laughs> and three keys. Um... <laughs> But yeah, it was a lovely apartment. I'd never seen those pictures. No. So I'm not entirely sure what their advertising plan is. I don't know why they don't just do the actual flat. Mm. Although it was a big apartment block, wasn't it? It was a big building. Yeah. yeah. So maybe maybe they're all different rooms. I don't know. Um, but yeah, nice digs. Straight out on the drink. Um, it was cube. It was central to the cube. Central to the cube. Yeah, you were down a little side street from the cube. In minutes from the cube, mm. maybe one and a half. Yeah, ninety seconds from the cube. Yeah, and uh, was it at this point where I took my chance to have my first chicken burger of the trip? <laughs> you did. Uh, it was above McDonald's, so I hadn't eaten on the plane. Yeah, uh, went straight into to Mackey's and got myself a um, chicken. Chicken. What do they even call them now? A muck chicken. A McCrispy McCris- M- M- or something like that. Yeah, yeah. McCrispsky. <laughs> yeah, probably that. Probably that. Yeah, yeah. Um, for about 
two quid or something. It was maybe incredibly less. cheap. Maybe less. McDonald's was incredibly cheap. I remember I paid £1.79 for a meal, mm. including a drink. Yeah, brilliant. And I was full. Yeah. And I believe that was also a chicken burger. Mm. Well, so we, we went straight out. and where did, we, where did we go? We went straight to the Cube, didn't we? Yeah. It, was that not the expensive bar? Did we not go immediately to expensive bar? Or was uh, that the next day? No, it was the next day. No, it's magical um, bar in Poland. Yeah, it's a bit of a blur now. It is a bit of a blur, actually. Where was the first... I'll tell you where the first place we went was. It actually was a karaoke bar. It was uh, next to the Hard Rock Cafe. Yes. And someone sang uh, I Did It My Way. Yeah. And they did a fantastic job. And that's where we met. Well, I didn't realise it was karaoke. Did you not? No. Did you think it was just a singer? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, hats off to you. I'm going to call him Sergei. Mm-hmm. Because that could be his name. It's also a Russian name. <laughs> well, I told you. Yeah, they've invaded and they're here to sing. <laughs> um, and it was uh, it was good, and that's when we met our first um, character outside of the group. Mm. A man who had his eye on Alex. His name was Jeremy. He was an American businessman. Um, homosexual, is that fair to say? Well... If he wasn't, he was... Overly keen on being friends with you. <laughs> yeah, for all for about five minutes. Until went, we lost him. Until he got into a bar and we all got turned away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there, there was that. How did? How were we <laughs> so <Some> ghost? <laughs> how were we so drunk? I remember I being well, like relatively sober. Uh, there was the there was the flight and the the drinks before the flight. That is true. I forgot about that. Yeah. You know, we we it wasn't like the and the bottle of vodka in the in the apartment. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> But yeah, Jeremy Jeremy left us pretty quick. He was probably my least favourite of the guests that yes, we met. Uh, ah, yeah, the least favourite of the guests that we met. Um, I think he actually said to Ross, well, he pointed to you, and he went, are you with that guy there? Hey, are you with that guy there? And uh, Ross was like, aye, he's uh, my mate, Alex. Well, he's actually my son's mate, Alex. <laughs> Little does he know, he's actually me, his, his son's mate's mate. <laughs> And he's there purely for numbers. <laughs> um, and then we went on a night out, and that's when I met um, the lovely and uh, my potential future wife, Paulina. Right, yeah, yeah. Is she going to be listening now? I think she might. I don't know. She doesn't seem that interested in things that I do. <laughs> she's, but she's also not interested in coming to England, so I'm not really sure why she's that interested in me. But she seems to be. Maybe mm. maybe I have a, a look about me that looks like I have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't think yeah. it with the mullet and the tash. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't that doesn't scream money, does it? It doesn't, no, it doesn't. Um yeah, met her, um and then had to depart early because a member of the group was a little bit too drunk, so we had to go and put them to bed. Um in that. They were fuming that I was talking to a girl, ran away, and I had to chase after them. <laughs> uh, and that was pretty much that was pretty much it for night one. It was it was heavy, but it was a bit of drama to finish the night, wasn't there? And yeah, which is what you handbags. want. There was a few handbags actually. There was. There was a bit. Uh, let's call it a lover's tiff. Yeah, yeah. Let's call it that. Um, um, which was great. It was, it was. It adds to it, doesn't it? Yeah. It's a story to tell. And I was dead keen on trying to be the peacemaker, and I've failed. Just well, you were too. I don't think you're at that. I don't think you're tall enough to be the peacemaker because you need to be eye level, really, to like really get in somebody's head. Whereas you were like chest height, and you were just being palmed out the way. <laughs> Didn't stop you trying, though. Didn't stop you trying. Yeah. Well, you know me. I'm a lover, not a fighter. 
you are. You are actually, because that was the first and last night I slept in that bed. <laughs> was that when I tried to cuddle you? Yes, it was. So there's a bit. There was a bit of an ongoing theme when 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 we arrived in Poland that um, Alex was was a bit loving, and I've never seen him like this. He's normally he's normally not one for interactions like that. He normally he normally gets a bit weird if I hug him to say hello. He gives me a fist bump, and that's the, that's about it. Um, but anyway, I was I was trying to get to sleep. I was going to bed a little bit later than everybody else for unnamed reasons, and um, I came in, and all of a sudden, I felt uh, Alex's hairy leg. <laughs> it's not a euphemism; it's just his thigh. Um, we we should say that we we had to sleep in in a double bed. Yeah, we were in the same bed. Alex didn't come out <laughs> of his bed the, and into mine. It wasn't that. Yeah, I, no. like it was a it was a, it was a double it was, bed. Yeah. it wasn't that big. It was a small double, especially when you small. Hit me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason I shared with a dwarf. <laughs> I didn't hear Ross and Joe have that problem. Sure, King. Uh, and as I tried to rub my leg on his back or whatever it was, um, you just ended up sleeping on the sofa for the rest, for the rest of the. Of the Trip. I, couldn't be, I couldn't be doing it. Fantastic for me. Yeah, you had a double bed yourself, which was great. No drama. Brilliant. Although Liam, who we were also sharing a room with, um, was he, he had a horrible snore. Um, I'll I'll give you a little rundown, listeners. It's a bit like this. So I've never heard someone snore like that before. So that was getting in my head as well, and I just needed to get out of there and sleep on um, a horrible leather sofa, pleather, mm. which stuck to my back. Mm. It was not nice, but we live to fight another day. Um, you got me quite good the next morning. Oh, because I about that. Yeah, that was quite good. I've still got photos in my phone of me uh, looking around for my phone <laughs> as you pretended to... Uh, essentially, I'd woke up... And um, a few things had happened the night before where I may have lost some items. <laughs> and one of the items that I could no longer find. But I knew I had in the flat because I remember distinctly ringing people at 7 o'clock in the morning um, and telling people where, where I was and what I was doing. Um, and uh, I woke up and my phone was nowhere to be seen. Little did I know I was sharing a room with a couple of pranksters. <laughs> And I, as I was searching my for my phone, really troubled and terrified, I was going, ring me phone, man, ring me fucking phone. And he was going, right, no bother, I'll ring it. And uh, he proceeded to fake call me on my own phone. Right in front of me. Right in front of my face. But to be <laughs> fair, I'd had two hours sleep at that point, I think. It was about nine o'clock when I had yeah. I'd gone to bed at seven. Yeah. Um, I had two hours sleep. I couldn't really see. I was I was in just my boxer shorts, which is so rare for me. I haven't took my top off since 2006. Yeah. So that is so rare. You've got to see the full package. What did you think? <laughs> Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Well, you started cuddling me the next night, so it mustn't have, it mustn't have been too bad. As, uh, I think that's what a real man looks like. Um, and I shaved me back for you as well. So look at you. Um, yeah, so it's a bit of a. It was. It was. Um, that was a bit of a, an interesting start of the day. I was obviously rough as fuck, and we went straight out. I no, believe, McDonald's. Oh, we went to McDonald's I again. Did you have a second chicken burger of the holiday? Another chicken burger. Yeah. <laughs> I believe I had the breakfast wrap, right? Which is an item that went missing oh, from the no, McDonald's menu. Third chicken burger. Oh yes, of course. I had a KFC on the way home. On the way back. On the in the previous night. Of course you did. Third chicken burger. You were up to three at this point. Yeah. Excellent. And this one was for breakfast. Yeah. Excellent. And then did we go straight to a bar? Yeah, yeah, we did, yeah. Was that when we went to... 
I think I went back to bed for a little bit. Yeah, you did. And then that was where we went to the place which ripped us off. Massively so. The piano bar in the cube, which... Um, has been claims voted. to be well. It says it's been voted the most magical bar in Krakow, my or Poland. Most in magical Poland. bar in Poland. And I said that's because it makes all your cash disappear. <laughs> my my interpretation of that award is like you know when you go into any fish and chip shop in the UK, they've got a plaque on the wall that says "Won Fish and Chip Shop of the Year 2004." Yeah, none of them did, but no <laughs> yeah. one's fact checking it. Same with uh, but why magicals. Yeah, estate agent of the year 2013. I think we can. I think we know for a fine fact that the estate agent <laughs> in question is definitely not the best estate agent in the UK. <laughs> the wangers. Um, <laughs> but yes, it, 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 that, that's we went to the, uh, the the magic bar, the piano bar. Is that what it was called? Yeah. And I would like to state, if anybody does go to Krakow, done. Don't go. Done. If you go, unless you like going it's right on the edge of the cube and not being able to see. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's magic because all of a sudden after you've stumbled through the stairs you find the toilet. Oh, yeah. magic. <laughs> yeah. After you basically you can only see your hand one one foot in front of your face and that's can, all you can see. You can. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. It's not good. But I did I, I, it was it was a it was, look, it was a good start of the day and we essentially just perused the cube then, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We went, uh, this is where you gave Curtis his stag outfit. Yes, I did. Which I didn't know what it was. No, and I can understand that. So it's a, it's pretty niche, but Curtis is a bit, Curtis is a former goth and probably still a bit of a goth. I think mm. um, he doesn't. He, he looks more like a a bit of a raggy, but he is. <laughs> he, he liked he liked rock music and metal and that. And one of his favourite bands is Slipknot. And for those of you that don't know who Slipknot are, they're a metal band who wear masks. Um, when they perform, they are genuinely a, they, they are a good band in in the grand scheme of uh, if you were to look at musicianship, they're yeah. a good band. Yeah, I mean you hate them, don't you? Well, you performed one of their songs at a karaoke bar later that night. I did in front of a girl that I was trying to impress as well, and it was so bad of a performance <laughs> and so bad of a song that when I came back, she said, "I've got a headache now. I'm going to go home." <laughs> So that that wasn't good. Yeah, I did think it was a a, tri- a, a strange choice of trying to you know woo someone. I had to appease Curtis, right? And uh, we did it in Poland last time, and it went down a storm. We did it in Poland this time, and it went down like a lead balloon. It was horrible. <clears throat> but I have to say that that karaoke bar was brilliant. I was having the time of my life because usually you have to wait. A long time to get up on stage. In, in fact, the night before we waited maybe three and a half hours to not even sing. Yeah. And uh, but the, no, the, basically it was uh, it was the Alex show. It was. Oh my god, this man! <laughs> uh, Alex consumed in such a short space of time multiple karaoke songs and also about eleven pints of Guinness. Uh, so as he gradually progressed throughout his song choices, he became more and more. Um, uh, avant-garde avant-garde with his choices yeah I'd, I'd like to put this out there and say that I don't think that anybody has ever performed Sean Paul temperature at karaoke before I, I don't think they have and smashed it <laughs> would you say smashed you, it you, you did a really good you job you know what I I didn't I couldn't do the the bits in between the chorus understandable who could it was really difficult too especially quick. that many Guinnesses in yeah you can say the words. There was a there was a one sort of um, what would you call it? Define a, a moment. A bridge. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, that wasn't the chorus, 
which I just repeated until it got to the chorus. <laughs> well, you'd done karaoke that many times by that point, I'd stopped thinking that you were doing karaoke and I thought that was just the music. <laughs> I thought the music was just your covers of songs because I kept looking back and Alex was just dancing with more and more Scottish men. And it was, yeah, it was really bizarre. Scottish men from Fife. Yeah, literally. Yeah, you really, they loved you. They did. Understandably so, because they thought you were the entertainment. <laughs> yeah, they thought they were going to get some free Guinness out of it. I think my favourite part of the karaoke was when you went and you sang Bill Withers' Lovely Day to start. And then you came back, you sat down for two minutes and you stood back up again. I went, where are you going? And you went, to sing the fucking song I was meant to sing in the first place. <laughs> and then you sang, it was a challenge. I said to the karaoke man, I went, no, no, sorry, I didn't mean, you know, I just did Lovely Day. Well, can you just... To put in a sunshine on, please. I didn't mean to do lovely day. I know I've done it now. It was a bit annoying hearing you go lovely day, lovely day, lovely. Because day. there's not many words. Yeah, there's not many words. Nah, it was yeah, it was droning. It was droning. Um, but he, he said we've had Ain't no sunshine about twenty minutes ago, and he wouldn't let me do it. I was raging at that. You were really you were angry enough to answer his phone from. I think <laughs> he wasn't happy about that. And then his phone started ringing to answer it. <laughs> Said hello, is that Bill Withers? He says, Can you put in the sunshine on again? <laughs> Didn't he then put you on a band for about 40 minutes? Yeah, yeah, he did. He, he loved he, it by the he, end. He hated that. I, I, I think love is a strong word. Yeah, I think love's a strong word. I think he wanted you to leave. <laughs> yeah. But we, I, hey, look, we've supported that bar well because the bill at the end was extortionate. Mm. But still nowhere near as expensive as it been the piano been. bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, in England, yeah, God, crack off, cheapest place, it's not the cheapest place in the world, but it's bloody cheap. But that Irish bar was where Uncle Joe came into his own, really. That was when he unleashed who Uncle unleashed Joe really is. God, I forgot about that, how could I forget about the handshake? Um, the, in that bar, I think there were probably... 1,200 handshakes done over the course of the evening. I, I think you could be understating. <laughs> there was that many handshakes. I had repetitive strain injury <laughs> from shaking people's hands. It was insane. It became a staple of the of the trip, to be fair. So much so that now if anybody was to attempt to shake my hand to, to greet me or introduce themselves to me, I think I would be, I would, I think I'd be violently sick. Mm. Because it's really it's 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 shaped me as a man. I think. I think I was worried on the way back if they'd have like pulled me into the airport security and tra- tested my fingerprints because I don't think I had any left. I don't think I did. I think George. I think George cloned us now from <laughs> um, from our our handprints because there was there was actually a time it was the middle of the night and I was trying to get asleep and Joe came into the room and he just went Harvey. I went oh, what what Joe. He went, what Uncle Joe? He went, um, we've had a good night, haven't we? I went, yeah. And he went, shake my hand. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So I shook his hand. And then I watched him shake the hand of a sleeping Liam. He literally went and shook a sleeping person's hand. That's insane. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I think that maybe should, should happen more. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, not that much. The, he's the long lost Toretto brother, isn't he? Oh, without a doubt, yeah. It was a, it was a hundred percent Joe Toretto. It had cut. It was a scene cut from Fast and the Furious, um, F- Fast and the Short. Yeah, but imagine instead of Coronas, it's Guinness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and instead of being in uh, Los Angeles, they're in Biker. <laughs> 
And when goes round and shakes everyone's hands and says family. Yeah, uh, he did just keep saying family, didn't he? There was so much, but it wasn't family. It wasn't like F A M I L Y. It was F A M L Y. Family all the time. Family. Um, and to be honest, the full trip, I would. It centered around two parts, I think, and that was one, the cube. And to Uncle Joe, mm. because Uncle Joe provided entertainment every single place we went, mm. without necessarily meaning to. We haven't even talked about his dancing yet. Oh, you mean where he just... He flicks his feet about. See, I don't really have much recollection of that. Wow, really? Because you're missing out, because he is honestly one of the fact... The, in fact, the first argument that we had with Kurt, that I had with Curtis, was in regards to me not coming to watch Uncle Joe dance, and I didn't get it to start with. I went, "What are you talking about, man? I can watch him dance anytime." And then I saw him dance, and I was like, "I get it. He's a great dancer." Yeah. Um, so I'd quite like to take him out one time and uh, make him dance for people. <laughs> I don't know if that's <laughs> that's probably punishable by death. That. <laughs> yeah, you can. And that's not allowed anymore. No. It's a very 16th century of me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, by this point, I'd probably own my eighth chicken burger. <laughs> yeah, you'd had so many. It would have been I, nine, but I did drop one on the floor. That was that was one of my favourite moments ever because you were you were so excited for it, and then as you stumbled out of uh, it was KFC, I believe, yeah, at KFC. about at about six in the no offside. Sorry, Podders, uh, we want just, the Premier League back. back. The Prem's back, and Alex is sad. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we, we, we were winning uh, up until the 82nd minute and Bournemouth just equalised. Yeah, the, I come, came out of KFC and unravelled my bag of goodness, my finger-licking goodness. and uh, Approximately 0.5 metres away from the flat as well. Yeah. And it was straight into a puddle. Although we did say on the last podcast that, um, that it was going to rain all weekend and we managed to avoid the rain all the time up until the final day. It rained enough for the whole weekend on that time that it, it rained enough. fucking belted it down. I've never seen rain like it. No, it was thunder, lightning. Rain. Rain. <laughs> horses. Oh, there were so many horses. Um, and yeah, so many horses actually, and they were slipping on the cobbles. It felt unfair that. Mm. I, didn't, I didn't like that bit. Um, but all in all- Maybe we should have glued ourselves to them. <laughs> Maybe we should have. Actually, it would be a perfect place for just that. Well, there was a few protests. Although, th- that time I went back to sleep, I missed the military parade, didn't I? Oh, you did? Yeah, I forgot about the military parade. Can you describe it? How many um, How many thousand troops? Um, not point two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, about 200 uh, troops just went down the uh, down the cube street. Went all the way around the cube, actually. Did they? Um, oh, they circled the cube? Yeah, they had trumpets. They had... Big guns with bayonets on them. Do they have any drums? Um, yes, drums. And their their march was kind of like not sort of hands weren't out to the front. Straight. Not out to the front, but more how, like how Peter Crouch does the robot. Really? It was a ro- it was a Peter Crouch march. That's how I would describe it. And were they the Polish army, or had Russia actually invaded by that point? <laughs> well, we thought about trying to get Uncle Joe again. <laughs> um, but um, no, you missed that one actually. But what you didn't miss was when we saw our first celebrity. We did that at that point. So this was the first one in Krakow, which was Pusha T. Pusha T. Yeah. Who was an American rapper. He's quite big, actually. He's very big. He, he, he collabs with Kanye West. Yeah, he is, I believe, from Chicago. Oh. And Curtis spotted him and went Pusha T. 
and he turned around and he went yeah man and that was that was <laughs> that pretty was much it. the only in the interaction with him yeah and then we met our second celebrity while we were having for the first time and only time of the trip some local cuisine yeah we sat having pierogi which you weren't fond of but yeah, it was where yeah it was nice Oh yeah, excellent. I liked the uh, the mozzarella one. The, if you if you have pierogi, what I would recommend is the mo- the sun dried tomato and mozzarella pierogi. They were well, beautiful. you gave me one of them and they were really nice. They were unreal. Um, and then I ate loads of them and I ate one potato and bacon one and it wasn't as good. If you were comparing the two, yeah, fair enough. But if I'd have just had the potato and bacon one, I still would have liked it. Yeah, you would have, but it's because you'd had something yeah. better. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. I do understand that. Yeah. It's like if you had a trio of desserts, you're going to enjoy one more and you're going to enjoy the rest. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the celebrity was? Tommy TNT Fury. <laughs> yeah. TNT, baby. And um, Oh, he was primed, wasn't he? Our first interaction was, oi, oi, Tommy. Yes. Uh, to which he gave a thumbs up back. He kind of looked at us uh, blankly first, mm. didn't he? Um, because that man, as quoted, is dumb as rocks. <laughs> is he? He is. Uh, he's, he's thick as he's thick as mints. Well, um, I've never I've never watched him on Love Island or anything like that. Have you I've heard him speak his... before? Yeah, I've seen his interviews and stuff. I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen him fight, but yeah, I'm not too familiar with him. Um, but he is, for those of you that don't know, he's brother of Tyson Fury, heavyweight boxer, um, champion of the world, the Gypsy King. Yeah. Um, and he is his younger, slightly more handsome brother. You wouldn't believe those two were brothers. You wouldn't, would you? I think there's some sort. I think John's been. Uh, John obviously has slept around, <laughs> and I believe the link is John. Um, and yeah, so we bumped into TNT uh, for a second time in the Cube of all places. Yeah. The Cube yes, really uh, brings people together. But this time we, we went and invited him for a beer. We did. And he very politely declined. Said he was going to the gym. And Curtis went, well, you've just been to the gym <laughs> to try and fight him. <laughs> um, and then proceeded to say, it's my stag do. Can I have a photo? <laughs> to which he politely agreed. So we'll post that uh, along with the episode, maybe. Maybe we do do a highlight reel of photos. Well, we could do. Yeah, like um, the hangover. Mm. Yeah. Um, should we talk about the gun range? Because yeah, uh, we Curtis wanted somewhere on his stag do that we could shoot guns. That was the only parameter for the whole trip. Yeah. Um, I wasn't necessarily really looking forward to shooting guns. I've shot guns before and I knew exactly what I was getting myself in for, and I really didn't want to shoot them. <clears throat> that I, you know, the prospect of shooting a gun for me just is. I don't know, a little bit scary. Yeah. Uh, very loud. So loud. Um, and horrible on a hangover. Yes. Uh, so I wasn't really looking forward to it. I, so I didn't go for the big package. No, you didn't. You went for the... Medium. Yeah, it was the medium, but we medium got the same package, package didn't we? Yeah. Um, where basically you shoot, I don't know, 10 rounds of a scorpion, whatever that is. Yeah, that was my favourite. Yeah, that was my favourite as well. Yeah. Five rounds from a shotgun, Yeah. favourite. Oh, I hated Did not like hated the, uh, the shotgun. shotgun. Hated it. No, it. So powerful. <laughs> Hurts. Hurts, loud, yeah. heavy. Yeah. Don't like it. <laughs> Curtis's favourite, obviously, shotgun. Um, 10, 10 or 15 shots on the pistol. Yeah. And then... We had another one, few, I'm sure. There was a few more shots on the... the we shot something else. Was uh, it like, oh, it was an Uzi. An Uzi, yeah. An Uzi. That's quite good. Yeah. Um, but an Uzi famous for drive-by shootings. <laughs> it was it was, it was. was good, the gun run. <laughs> it was over quickly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's... So, when we went to the one in Dansk, which is in the north of Poland, um, 
I think it's Dansk. It's it's pronounced. It, it looks like Gdansk. Yeah. Um, which I like to think is the Polish way of saying hello, mm. Gdansk. Yeah. But it's not. Um, and we went there, and it was really drawn out. You had to load your own bullets, and you uh, were you were there for like an hour and a half. It was horrible. Um, and whereas this one, I picked up two guns, shot them. That was over in thirty seconds, <laughs> yeah. and then I did it again. Thirty seconds done, and that was me out. And I, that's all I needed. Yeah, same. Um, and you know, after I'd been shouted at by a Polish man with a Mohican, um, he was horrible. <laughs> and when I say Mohican, I mean like he's shaved his head. I'm talking about Robert De Niro, taxi driver. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. He had no other hair. He was scalped everywhere else. It was it was so bald. It was skin. It was maybe waxed. Yeah, um, and he just. And he loved guns so Lo- much. Adored, adored guns. He slept with a pistol, hundred percent. Yeah, and maybe he's killed his own mum. I don't know. <laughs> so after after that ordeal was over, we got to go and collect our targets. And as I collected my target and I started looking, I, I was thinking, do you know what? I actually started did quite well there. I got quite a few in the ten there. Yeah. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about shooting guns since. <laughs> that's, the, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem. Do you want to know what intrusive thoughts I've had since I've got back from Poland? What's that? So I spent three... How many days with you guys? Three. Three. Three days. Um, well, I have a recurring dream at the moment, and I've slept a lot since I've got back because of the uh, substantial hangover that is still there, lingering. Um, I have a recurring dream that I kill you all. Well, well, it's not good, is it? Not great for <laughs> not you. For me. Not great for you. Yeah, I have a recurring dream that. And um, not great for but you're not your even the evidence. First... <laughs> no, it's not. I've just declared it. For when, you, for when this goes out. That is true. I mean, I, I'm not. I don't have any plans yet to act on it. I'd just like to say, the listeners, uh, the public, the general public, I have no desire to commit suicide. <laughs> I am living a very fruitful and happy life. And if a tragedy, suicide accident happens to me, then I would treat it as suspicious circumstances. Suspicious. Suspicious circumstances. Yeah, well, listen, right, I'm I'm not acting on it. There's There's no intention there yet. But all I would say is just don't get on the wrong side of us because I know how I'm doing it now because I've dreamed about it on repeat. I can't stop dreaming about that and running 10K. And I've well, I've never run a K. Never mind I'm 10K. God. Mm. So I don't know what those two things mean. If anybody knows is that how to... Is that that you're going to kill me and basically become... Run away. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe I kill you first because you're the one who runs. Maybe the next one will be I'm all of a sudden just doing plumbing and mm. I kill Curtis next. I don't know. Maybe well, it's the voices. I wouldn't want to get on the wrong side of Mosquito Man. Mosquito. <laughs> <laughs> stay away from Stangle Yeah, Water. get away from Stangle Water. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, in summary, it's a, it, was a, it was a great trip. Um, it I was. had a really good time. I didn't want to see any of you when I, when I left uh, anymore. In fact, I ran away in the, in the airport so that I could sit on my own and then people followed me. Mm. Um, so I've got an update. Are we done on the holiday? We're done on the holiday, yeah. Right, I've got an update on Roberto Baggio. Oh! <laughs> oh! So, listeners, if you don't know, go back to last week and um, listen to this idea that I had for basically creating a bargy with a... What would you call it? A runny yolk in the middle of it. Um, and my idea is to sell these 
take over the world. It's a new invention idea. I think yeah. really good, really Instagrammable. Yes, agreed. Um, I've made the logo. We'll post the logo. It's brilliant. It's um, a great. It is a really good logo. Yeah, it, and it's based on an Italian footballer, obviously. With a mullet. For, for Indian cuisine. Sorry, I just spat on you. Um, probably so, thinking about these bargies. <laughs> But I have it's the least. I've made the first. Sorry, no, the second. The first step was to make the logo. Yeah. I've oh, made you made the, the second step. I made the second step, which is to make it prototype. I've no made the prototype. Way. No, you haven't. I have. When did you do that? Um, the other day. Wow. Right. Do you want to have a look at it? Yeah. Right. Feast your eyes on the first prototype of a Roberto Baggio, the first ever in the world. Whoa. <laughs> oh, I see. It's got some herbs on it. Coriander. Yeah, you love herbs. That looks genuinely quite good. Mmm, quite good. Talk to me about the batter. Can I put that on the... Quite good. Quite good, Harvey. Sort it out. Um, So, I made it, obviously. Cut it open. It was runny. It was runny. Where was it? Uh, let's see if we've got, got a runny... Was that uh, the taste test? That is... The, oh, you can see the runniness oh, coming so out Oh, it's so runny. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> but it's not quite the Instagrammable look that I wanted. We can get there, though. Um, Notice how I'm still saying we, we, because I must like it. Yeah. Um, but then I did the taste test. Oh. And I think this is where the idea stops. Oh, really? I mean, I could carry on and carry on trying to make prototypes, but it was a lot of effort. Uh, yeah, was it? Like, I was about to say, how long did it take? It was it was curried mashed potato. Yeah. With an egg in the middle. Yeah. With an, with another like lid, curried mashed lid of curried yeah. mashed potato, dipped in batter. Yeah. And deep fried. Yeah. Deep frying is it's is arduous. Effort, it's arduous. Anyway. It's so much oil as well. You, know, you gotta do all the oil and get rid of the oil. Yeah. Let me just say this: it repeated on me for twelve hours. <laughs> I could not get the taste of vegetable oil out of my mouth. <laughs> the, the egg was runny, but in, in re, it, what really happened was it was a mush. It was an eggy mush inside of this side of this greasy batter. Um, the saviour was the mint sauce. Oh, was it? That was the only thing that was palatable. Did you put water in the mint sauce again? I hate when you do no, that. I didn't. No, nah, yeah. Uh, I stopped doing that after after, after I complained. Crit- criticism. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, but yeah, no. This time I could afford natural yogurt. Good, <laughs> excellent. Um, and yeah, it just it just didn't work. Um, I don't think Roberto Baggio is going to go further than a logo. I'm afraid. No, I see you giving up too early. Unless you know, maybe potato isn't the right filling. Maybe. It's curried sausage. Oh. Maybe it's curried sausage. It's sort of like a, a, a scotch egg. Like a scotch egg. Well, exactly. We could we could revisit it with a scotch egg, but then how does that the barge like work? Onion? To barge that didn't look like it had any onion around it. It had a bit of onion in the potato. So that's your problem. I think it needs to have a bargy casing as opposed to a deep mm. fried casing. Mm. And you could do that quite easily. Yeah, and well, you can seal it with a mango chutney. Maybe, maybe I'll come. Maybe I'll come back with uh, another, another, another test and a second, a V two. Or a, maybe you could have a beta, a beta version. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you could have a. Um... It's not brainstorm it now. Yeah, I was thinking about other. I was thinking of old footballers. I was going Roberto Carlos. How can I get him somewhere involved? <laughs> yeah, because if you make a Scott Jag, you're taking away. Roberto Baggio. Yeah, you are. And 
But it's a scotch egg with a bargy case and Oh yeah, you still got the curry, but then how does bargy... Mm, I well, I mean, he's not in it anyway. You've got nothing to do with him at the minute. Other than a bargy. <laughs> I really want him to be a part of it. Yeah, he's I central. To, he is central to it, yes. He's cubed. Uh, <laughs> Roberto Baggio cubed. Um, a quick side note and, a, and a, I suppose a footnote on the episode because we're, we're reaching the tail end uh, as Newcastle United are about to re-enter the league. Um, re-enter the league? They've never left. They're about to start playing football again. So I will be going to watch that. Um, footnote is, I discovered something when I was listening to last week's episode. You can listen to this episode on two times the speed. You may want to do that after you've listened to all of this. Um, so if you want to listen to it again, go back and hit two times. You can also listen to it at half speed. So you need to listen to it like this. Or you can listen to it like this. Yep, it's up to you. And if you are listening to it on two times, then this is really going to fuck you up. <laughs> anyway, uh, look after yourselves. I'll work <clears> on uh, my... Uh, what was it? Uh, uh, what was your thing? A up and A, a down. Up, a up and A down. See you later. I like that. See ya. That's me catchphrase.